Do It Your Damn Self is a podcast that explores the movers and shakers of history and today's world who never took no for an answer. Author Jada Taylor discusses everything from music to TV to literature and the people who did it themselves their own way. Greetings, everybody. My name is Jada Taylor, and I cannot wait for you guys to hear my podcast, Do It Your Damn Self, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and many other outlets. So come and join this party, sis. I can't wait to host you. What's going on, world? It's the one and only DJ Chase. You're now locked into the pregame party mix podcast every week on that Anchor app, anchor.fm. DJ Chase, the pregame party mix podcast. Get exclusive video content on that YouTube channel, DJ Chase TV on that YouTube. Lock in artists, brands, creatives. You know the vibes, man. DJ Chase, the pregame party mix podcast. You're now listening. Let's go. You're now in the mix with the Worldwide Sounds Records. DJ Chase, lock it in. You know the vibe. It's official. official. Come on. Lock in with DJ Chase on the pregame party mix podcast.
Here we go. Yeah, man, it's Worldwide Sounds Records own man, DJ Chase, the host of the pregame party miss podcast on 17 podcast network, well, 18 podcast networks now. Monday nights, Dynasty Radio, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. Tune in app, uh, YouTube, DJ Chase TV, man. We got uh, Dykeman's own New York City's finest right now. The other day, we're shaking, brother. <laughs> I'm chilling, man. I had a day off. I was just here, like doing mad labor work, and I was just laying down and chilling, and just like getting low. And I was like, "Oh shoot!" And I seen, I was like, "Oh, I got an interview." It's crazy. I, I be so busy, bro. Like I just be like overbooking because you know how it is being your own manager and shit like that. So you know how I go. Yeah, I know exactly how you feel, yo. That's why I thank God I have you know Katie behind me, you know pushing me and. Making sure I'm all time. Yeah. Yeah, I try to be like I'm trying to be, but like the older I get, I just be like, I be so like, all right, I write it down for a little bit, have my calendar and just be like, all right, you know what I'm saying? But um, you know, enough about me, man. DJ, producer, songwriter, engineer, pretty much we do the same thing. We do it. DJs gotta show love to each other. Um, you know what I'm saying? You represent Dykeman to the fullest, Dykeman to the heights. I mean, Dykeman in the height, excuse me, um, to the fullest. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, first and foremost, brother, tell the people about a little bit about your background. Like, how did you say, you know what? I wanted to be a DJ, producer, songwriter, just music guy. How, how, did, I, how did you become that person? All right. So, Chase, um, how old are you? I'm um, me, 33. So, yeah, you're older than me. So, you and me grew up in the same exact era. So, I'm a of course. Of course, of course. So... Basically, you know, back in the 90s, mom dudes, dad dudes working. So I get raised by my older cousins. Yeah. Teenagers. So, you know, they had mad friends that were DJs and they used to take me to spots as a kid. You know, they used to use me as, as an excuse to get mm-hmm. paid and for them to get paid, you know, and to go do whatever, whatever they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was around DJs. I was around. So I always used to be fascinated by the just by the manipulation of the sound it wasn't really like i was into music as a child that wasn't the case it was just the manipulation of the sound and being and them being able to do what they were doing and believe me i fucked up a whole bunch of stereos at my mom's crib and my aunt's crib yeah yeah a whole bunch of assets into that. nah we know how that go hell yeah so um you know later on in life i decided you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna buy myself a pair of turntables you know, and get started. It was, I was probably like 11, 12, you know, and that at that time, you know, you probably get $2 a day, $3 a day, maybe mm-hmm. a spot. So I was saving for a year and a half. And what happened was that, you know, Mom Dukes got backed up on the rent, mm-hmm. my savings and whatever. So, you know, that happened. I decided, you know what, F it. You know, and I didn't really look more into it. Later on in life, I started getting into the whole rap scene, trying to be a rapper like everybody was, you know. I uh, was. So, you know, I tried that for a couple of years, and basically, it didn't really go nowhere. I, you know, I bought equipment, studio equipment. My right hand man was an engineer, he went to school for it. My whole crew rapped. So, you know, we were trying to come up. And yeah, yeah. Time, and at that time, you know, I was known as a rapper called AYE. Mm, okay, okay. Me and my two boys, nine. Shout out to my boy nine. Shout out to my boy Spade. Shout out to my boy Mur. You know, we, we used to run as the Young Masons, and you know, we developed a record label. We did, we did the whole nine, but it didn't really go nowhere. So around 21, 22, I quit music. Period. 
And then that's where I met my other best friend, Alex. Mm-hmm. We worked together. He took me to EDC, the Electric Daisy Carnival. Mm-hmm. So, so we went, whatever. I was having the time of my life. You know, I didn't know a place like that existed where it changed your life. Yeah, it changed your life. <laughs> Going, girls is half naked and they open. It's not like in the club where you go up to a show and you try to talk to them. You know, they be on some hand shit sometimes or whatever. Yeah. Everybody was open. Everybody was talking. So it was a vibe. Unfortunately, that first day was raining on us. Hard body raining on us. You know, the first DJ, hey, that's fire. Oh, we raving in the rain. Oh, how oh, fire. Yeah, after a while, it got cold. Then we wasn't with that shit no more. Yeah. <laughs> Inside the stadium, it was at my life. And I believe this was 2015. Mm. No, no. Excuse me. 2013 or 14? Mm. One of those two. 2013 or 14. So we went to start the stadium, got lunch, we chilled out, we were still vibing. We were contemplating on leaving. The sun came out like tw- 20 minutes after we were thinking about bouncing. So we called DJ Snake. Yeah. And that's when it happened. Like time froze and it was like, yo, hey, you need to be up there, bro. You need to make this happen somehow, some way. You need to learn how to do this. Yeah. Started like originally it was a dual, a dual group. The other day was a dual group with my boy Alex. Mm-hmm. You know, he found his passion in film and photography, and I'm not one to hold anybody back. So, you know, if he wanted to do his thing, I so completely supported it. And, you know, I kept doing the music and I kept with the name. Mm-hmm. Now, so it took like from 2014 to today to really learn how to produce, engineer, mm-hmm. DJ, and all that. You know what I mean? That's like learning by myself. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, like I said, y'all got you. You got YouTube Academy now, so YouTube Academy definitely be like teaching the tricks in the trade, bro. <laughs> so the other day, so the name the other day that was the group name, and you just kept it. Yeah, I just kept it because of the fact that my boy was focusing more on visuals. He was getting into the love of photography, and I've noticed that I was the embodiment of the name. So it was like, I'm not gonna change my name now. Um, we already got a year running with it. Mm. Oh, so, you know. My boy said, yo, do my thing. He gave me his blessings, and I just kept running with it. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up, man. So let me ask you this question, right? Because I know there's a lot of, like, especially, like, the urban kind of EDM DJs. So, like, you got DJ Snake. You got Carnage. Those guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the big the big things, you know. Um, Do you find it, like, have you done, like, any big, like, parties, the EDM parties yet? Or you just like, you know what, I'm just going to produce it first and then do it? The way I started, I started producing it because I didn't have the funding to get the equipment, you know. Yeah. So I got myself through loops, you know. Um, as far as producing, I've done like a couple of small raves, a couple of house parties, a couple of clubs. Mm-hmm. I have none. I haven't done like a full scale show. Like, mm-hmm. And you know, and when you're doing the club scene, you have to cater to what that club already caters to. Yeah, yeah. So I could slip in some house, dubstep here and there, but. You know, mostly it's gonna be you know hip hop, dance hall. Mm-hmm. If you're uptown, you know dembo, reggaeton. You know you could slip in the house if the coro, if the coro and the crew is getting hype. You could slip in the house and they'll vibe with it. Mm-hmm. You probably won't get a full two hour set, but you yeah. can get away with a couple of tracks and people will rock. Copy, copy. As far as like doing a full blown like festival, so I haven't. Mm-hmm. But I'm 
working my hardest to get in there right now. Yeah, yeah. So you're pretty much a new DJ, I would have to say. Like, you kind of like really just like a new DJ, more or less, yeah? I'm like up and coming. Like, I'm a late bloomer. <laughs> copy, copy, copy. And like, what is one of your goals that you say, you know what? Okay, I want to play these biggest festivals. How do you say, like, all right, you know what? What are the steps that I'm going to take to get to these big festivals? I mean, you know, you got promo, you got marketing, radio interviews, things like that. But as far as getting out there, hitting the pavement, what are some of the things that you feel like, you know what? Listen, I got to do this and this, this and this to get to the next level of the EDM DJ. Because the EDM world is so much money in that shit, bro. It's ridiculous. Yeah. For anybody who's going to go into it, I would say your first step is making sure that when you're ready to hit that level, to hit that pavement, mm-hmm. have your fundamentals down, like you know how to DJ, like you're on point. Um, that's one. Two, making sure that your production's on point. Mm-hmm. Even if you your own music, make sure that you know you could do some mashups, that you kind of have an ear for it. Because mm-hmm. you could take a, a hip hop acapella, if you slow down the tempo, beat up, you know, slow, slow up the tempo or speed up the tempo and match it up to a good house beat or a good dubstep beat. Mm-hmm. crazy crowd and people's minds will get blown by that definitely and uh-huh. i got a couple of mixes that i'm doing that and people are like yo this is fire i'm like oh good looking but when it comes to getting to the festival level at my level looking for open cast calls looking for um spinning and um spinning and revealed and elro they do a lot of um up and coming talent discovery mm also say um look into um the up and up festival they're um a college run festival sponsored by monster and they actually go touring around colleges mm. and a lot of big names have came out of that like a lot of new generational djs are coming out of that right now copy and do you feel like you know what especially with the dembo because i'm in the bronx and they play that like they just stop they literally just stopped playing the music they've been playing the shit all day do you feel like the do you feel like the the dembo like at the definitely now is like mixing in the EDM sound? Or you think like it's like mixing in like a lot of the bad bunny is like more EDM based? Do you feel like it's like mixing in the genre? I feel that um when it comes to dembo mm-hmm. EDM, to be honest with you, I feel like there's a subgenre that people are like kind of confusing it, and it's like you should name it already. Like if you're gonna name it Latin house or Dembo house or Dembo stuff, whatever, or dumb stuff, whatever. But we're seeing now a fusion of like house music and other genres coming together to make something pop. And what we're seeing is that, you know, a lot of people from different countries are messing with it. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's dope when you're here in New York and you're hearing a French track or a Spanish track and you don't understand what they're saying, but it sounds fire. Yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah. definitely. So when it comes to mixing of the genres, I feel like it's I, I support, I'm in complete support of it, and I feel like we should go for it. Mm-hmm. Like, why not? I would love to hear J Cole on a Dembo house joint. Imagine <laughs> that. Oh, like why not? Yeah, yeah, I feel you, I feel you. And and with that being said, too, bro, like you know, what are some of you? What, have you have you like actually played outside of New York yet, or have you you just been like strictly like New York based DJ? Uh, I've done like two or three um, club sets out in Philly, thanks to my cousin Diego. Mm. But um, yeah, yeah. 
after him, I've done a couple of things all the way to Philly, but not really like that. So I'm just really in New York right now. I'm trying to expand this summer out there. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying to do something out in Miami, and I'm trying to do something back down in Philly. Mm-hmm. I may sound like be more because I know a couple of people down there mm-hmm. that they could plug me in with. Yeah. So what you know, I'm and we're like we're the same one in the same because as you see me, I'm in my studio now producing podcasting. You know, you gotta get that promo out there. So what is your favorite thing to produce? Cause I I've you like the first producer I've had on here, and I've always asked my own producing questions, right? So what do you use to produce? Like we're gonna get in some nerd some producing nerd questions. What do you use to produce? Nerd out right now. You can nerd out. Let's get into it. So let's say that I just wake up on a regular day. First, it will be like a game of roulette for me. Mm-hmm. Temple at random. So depending on where I land, usually I'll land from 110 to 130. So I'll probably do like, I'll probably go like dance hall or something vibing. Mm-hmm. That will be my first instinct. But depending on how the um, my chord progression comes out, that will determine the genre of the track. That's how I really do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you use Fruity Loops, right? I use Fruity Loops and uh, I use uh, Ableton, but only for live. For live mm. Okay, okay. So with EDM DJing, like, yeah, production, do you feel like, all right, should an EDM DJ, like, should they use, do, do they have to, like, be bound to that? They make the mixes, or do you feel like, you know what, they can actually, like, play, um, you know, regular, that's out. Um, um, house music and stuff like that because I, I kind of dabble in both that's what I was asking because I'm a DJ too like I, I don't really make EDM I don't know how to even make make EDM but oh, yeah my best suggestion my best suggestion yo rock what you want to rock copy like, for me and since I my catalog is pretty alright but since a lot of it's unreleased mm-hmm. I wouldn't do a whole set with just my music gotcha I would definitely mix it up throw in joints that people know Especially like since I'm upcoming with it, I would throw in a lot of bangers that people already know what's in the wrong That's like okay. something I'll get a vibe going. Yeah, yeah. Copy, copy. Um, and you know, you, you some of your influences cool like Dr. Dre, but and that's what I'm reading. For me, I rock out on on the machine. I use machine. That's what I use. I don't like Fruity Loops because for one, I I never had nobody teach it to me. And I just didn't like 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 clicking it. I don't like clicking in instruments. I like playing it out and like playing it. Like that's why I like a machine. So I'm a machine guy. No, but I have. I got my machine hooked up to Fruity Loops, bro. Oh, so you play it from Fruity Loops? I run it as a VST. Yeah. And then I just punch in my. Oh, okay. That's why I never had. See, I, and also you use a Mac or you use a PC. I use a PC. I'm a oh, that's why a PC guy. Yeah, I'm a Mac guy. That's why. So yeah, yeah, I'm a Mac guy. Yeah, yeah. But um, uh, but you know, t- the thing is, it's just like I don't know. I, Fruity Loops. I never really liked Fruity Loops. Like, and I don't like the way it sounds because it sounds distorted. And like, with because I'm a, I'm I'm a super duper engineer. So I've been engineering since 2005, like before it became popular. So like, I'm a super engineering nerd. So like the like the distortion of Fruity Loops, I technically don't like it. Like you know what I'm saying? People got used to it because they don't know no better, but. I don't like the way Fruity Loops. It's like distorts the sound. So you know, machine is like really, really clear for me. So that's why I like the machine. No, no, but since you want a Mac, you can use Final Cut Pro and just run and run your run your um run your machine through Final Cut Pro, and then you have more options for like your melodies and stuff. Final Cut, you can produce a Final Cut. I'm not Final Cut. Um, Fruity Loops. Is it Final Cut Pro or is it um not Garage Band? What is it? What's the one for um 
that's just on Mac. I'm not even sure. I'm not even sure either, but I see mad people use it. I know it's not Ableton. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's not free to I gotta look this up. I'm, I'm gonna... All right, we'll chop it up more. We'll talk more. We'll talk more. But um, you know, before we get out of here, we definitely gotta talk about the the big record move. Um, the other day, the record is called Move. The EDM instrumental, which is dope. Uh, just listen to it. You know what I'm saying? I've been super busy. Um, you know, as far as like that single, what do you want to do with it? You want to get on some playlists? Because I, I put out a lot of beat tapes myself, so I know how the beat tape game goes. I know how to eat instrumental. People love instrumental. I got instrumentals that sell more than some artists, so I know how that goes. So yeah. I'm trying to get it on a couple of playlists. Like my main goal with that is just to um basically give people an appetizer because mm-hmm. it's like i took i took like about a year off to like read the or to like refine my production yeah I, so i was kind of rushing shit yeah so now i'm dropping a single every month plus i'm trying to get my followers involved with my music and my production and i'm like hey what got what like song would you guys want me to remix mm-hmm. okay what like what 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 is it that you guys want to hear like Mm. Let me know, so I could kind of like do something with that. Mm. You know what I mean? And then it's like I'm creating this community where, like, you know, you're actually involved in an artist's career. Like, yo, I want to hear Madonna remix of Madonna track. All right, but let's do this. Mm. And believe me, Madonna house beats sounds fire. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I DJed a rooftop party, and all they wanted to hear was Madonna. The whole it was one of the easiest parties I ever did, but it was like super exclusive like it was just like some european type party all they wanted to hear is some eat some madonna that joint was crazy that was one of my favorite parties i dj too that one was hot those type of parties be super lit yeah yeah that was one of the fun joints it was like some fashion model make she was like a makeup artist she was dope my homegirl she was dope um yeah man and like i said you got a dope story bro you know what i'm saying um it, you know, what is it like before we get out of here? So do you want to just stay independent? Like, you know what? Or you want to get picked up by like a distribution company and say, you know what? I want to release EDM tracks with this company. Or you want to just like, you know what? You just want to self-release. Like the overall goal, like no bullshit, no cap is really just to mainly be independent. But I would like to sign like certain tracks to certain labels. Mm. Just to, for like the prestige and for like my own milestones, I guess. Okay, I got you. So like, there are certain tracks that I definitely want to like release with this label. Or there are certain tracks that I would like to release with this label. But on the on the uh, on the under the table, mm-hmm. you know, the other side of it is um, I would also like to produce for artists too. Like, you feel me? I would love to work with certain artists that. You know, I don't really have to be the artist, the main artist. I would like to just work with that person and produce for that person, whatever. Gotcha, gotcha. And if a me, if a label approaches me about it, I got no problem working with that. Yeah, so why don't you start your own label? Like that's what I did. Like I, I got tired of like the run around and stuff like that. And actually what's weird is once I started my own label, the other labels started coming towards me. Like I did a um a beat tape last year in a little production contract with a company and um portugal which was dope too they released um one of my beat tapes out there so in portugal so you know do you have a thing about doing maybe starting your own label um actually that works not for this year probably for 2023 i'm not even gonna lie mm-hmm. it's gonna be in time with um a multimedia company that i was the most part of mm-hmm. and it has to do with my podcast that's gonna be coming up hopefully back in october mm-hmm. and once i find like this and I 
definitely want you on my brother. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm here. Of course, of course, man. The other day, man. Thank you for coming on the show, man. The pregame party miss podcast. Yeah, give you shout outs, man. Tell everything. Plug everything. Check me out on Instagram underscore the other day underscore. Make sure you go check everything out. The other day. You can find me. You can see me. I'm everywhere. Make sure you go check out Move. And please, please check out Can't Stop when it drops on the 12th of this month. Thank Bless. you, my brother. Thank you for having me on. Of course, man. Of course, of course. Like I said, I I was, I was just I was just I was just chilling today. So I was like, all right, let me just get something done. But I've been putting out interviews like crazy. I've been working like crazy. So having you on is dope because you bring another element to the show. Yo, bro, got something going too. Like, and shout out to my brothers now, John Tavar, Chris Ryder, La Luenia. You know, the um. Then at the Roundtable Podcast, you can find us there every Sunday, too. So you could definitely be on that as well. Copy. That's about that one. All right, bet, bet, man. Let's get it, man. It's DJ Chase, the pregame party miss podcast on 18 Podcast Networks, Monday nights, Dynasty Radio, 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. on our Coffee Gold Radio on that YouTube, DJ Chase TV. It's the pregame party miss podcast. My guy, the other day, EDM takeover. The EDM takeover right now. Let's get it, DJ Chase. Gia. Uh <laughs> it's official. official. Come on. With DJ Chase on the pregame party mix podcast. Welcome.